Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Thanks for listening to FM World 4's Strawberry Alarm Clock Podcast. Listen daily and don't forget to subscribe to get the latest episode straight to your device. Happy Friday, Nobby. Happy Friday, Jim. Good to see you. Thanks. Um, Thanks. Back from your travels? Back from my travels. Oslo is a, is a nice place. We'll uh, get you up into the top of the class and you can tell us about your trip in a little minute. Grand, yeah. Thanks. Um, happy congratulations. To Ed Sheeran and Sherry. Yes, they've had a baby girl, a second baby girl. Um, or is it Cherry? Maybe it's Cherry. Cherry, yeah. So they haven't uh, revealed, they, they never told anyone she was even pregnant. No. Very close friends, which no. I think is cool. There's so many people sort of, you know, put everything out there and celebrity-wise. Hard to keep that a secret if you're Ed Sheeran's wife. Yeah. So she must have been here. Well, did he have the family with him? I think him? they were here, yeah. yeah. But if she was that close to giving birth, maybe she wouldn't be travelling. I don't know. Anyway, um, congratulations. He put up a, a picture of a little pair of booties. He has two baby girls now. He's in a house full of ladies. Yes, he is. And happy congratulations to Rihanna. Because the rumour is now that uh, ASAP Rocky and Rihanna have become parents as well. But that hasn't been confirmed yet. Uh, uh, there was yeah, there was enough news about it last night, but... They're new parents of a baby boy. It was reported last night. TMZ have said it. So, you know, let's just wait until she says it herself. Was she not in labour now for the last four days or something? A clo- I don't know. A source close to the singer said that the star at her home in LA uh, was resting with the baby. Rihanna, Rihanna is doing well. They're very excited to be parents. Rihanna is already a wonderful mum. And ASAP Rocky is chuffing himself. Yes, he is. So that's good, isn't it? Out with the last tonight, no doubt. Wet the baby's head. Yeah. Fair play to you. That's exciting news. I listened to Harry Styles' album. What do you think? There's no as it was on it, just on the first listen anyway. There's a there's a song called Love of My Life. Okay. That's Who's that about? I think that could be a single. The Love of My Life. I like the opening track. There's a kind of a funky pop opener. Opener. And I right. uh, can't remember. There's, a, there's, there's some good songs on it. Oh, I'd imagine there is. It's Harry Styles. Like, and his vocal is very high. And he reminds me of... Uh, What's his name? Your man from Stereophonics. Uh, Kelly Jones. Kelly Jones. He sounds a bit like him. If you think of... It's like Strawberries. You know that song? Here's that song that Jim is a very bold song. Well, when he starts singing that, he sounds a bit like him as well. Sounds even more like him on this album. Tastes like... Strawberries. You can imagine your man. On a summer's evening. UK's biggest lottery. Tuesday the 10th of May. They got an update. 
You've won. This is the 215 euro. 184,262,899.10 pence. This is the one I was talking about a few weeks ago. I reminded yeah. everyone to play it. Hairdresser. Jess Thwait. No longer has to crimp and save. <laughs> no more are you going on your holidays. She's on a permanent holiday. After she, she and her husband scooped 217 million with a lucky dip ticket. That's unbelievable, isn't it? Now, in fairness... What? He was boxing to begin with. Oh, right. But... Uh, well, maybe we should get him a new face with all the money she has. Well, I don't think he needs a new face, but... Uh, <laughs> no, like... He, he, the, What's wrong with him? There's nothing wrong with him. He's he got just, a photograph. She's... I would, I would describe her as uh, very pretty. And yeah. he's just like a... Like us all, Nobby. We're all boxing, you know? We do, Give we, us a look there. We don't deserve them. Give well, this look. is him, right? There's him. I'm going to show Nobby yeah, yeah. him. He's yeah. a man with glasses and, okay. a, and a shirt. Yeah. And this is her. She's had the hair done and everything. You I see, know, this is the thing about lads, right? We can't... Like, she looks gorgeous, right? She's gorgeous, And yeah. she's had the hair done. She's got the well, little half-twist curls in it. She's I got hope the makeup don't offend done. anybody in other industries, but hairdressers are generally pretty, pretty they gorgeous. They are, yeah, yeah. All, he, all that fella can do is either take off his glasses or put on a better shirt. His shirt's a bit accountant. You know? come back and uh, look at him in a year's time when he's got the tan from San Oh, he the teeth done. Yeah, he'll have... In fairness, he's grand. But you know what I mean? I'm just saying, he's just boxing like ladies, we are. Ladies can uh, build even further on their beauty. Us lads can do nothing. Barry, maybe get a haircut. The couple went public yesterday after becoming Britain's biggest Euro Millions winners. Joe, 49, revealed how he ultimately kept the stunning win to himself because he didn't want to disturb her sleeping. Now, <laughs> he was thinking about was he going to leg it or not? <laughs> yeah. Get your coat. I'm turning the heating off. No. <laughs> <laughs> he bought the winning ticket online on Tuesday of last week and next morning he received an email with good news about their ticket. He said, I looked at the amount and the first I thought was thousands and then I realised it was more than thousands. I was excited because that would be life-changing if, and we could pay off the mortgage. Probably that was one of those three euro win, but they don't tell you much. Uh, so he thought he won 184,000 and he was like, oh my God, pay off the mortgage. We're going to hold this. Yeah. I started counting the digits and at that point it was surreal and amazing. I just sat there. I didn't want to wake up Jess as her alarm was due to go off so I, I thought I'd let her sleep and make believe at that point they still didn't believe it he started browsing at multi-million pound mansions on property websites this is what she's snoring beside him and Unbelievable. Uh, then she wakes up 45 minutes later and he says hey Jess yeah <laughs> yeah I'll never guess Jess we've only gone and after her alarm went off I love these stories I love these stories after her alarm went off yeah. at 6am he told her I've got a secret. I've got something to tell you, Jess. The stunned couple made their coffee and decided to get on with their routine before ringing the lottery operator, Camelot, at 8am to confirm it was them. Lovely. They had to go to one of the children's bedrooms to get a signal because the phone call <laughs> would change their life forever. Well, Joseph, now they can buy a mask for their house. I had to keep going over all our information for security checks. The woman on the other end of the phone said, you definitely have won. So, uh, anyway, I don't... Here's the thing. Right. Well, if I won that kind of money, yeah. no way I'd go public. There's a picture of them with a bottle of champagne. It's too hard to not go public with that much money. No way. No way. Like the, the amount of begging letters and everything they're going to, they're going to get. You'd like be you, wearing gold plated Nikes. Like it, it would be obvious. Like the, they're going to get hounded now. Everyone knows who they are. They know where they are. Their kids are probably at risk of being kidnapped. No way. <laughs> Would you just celebrate the moment for a minute? I don't know Your why they... kids are going to be kidnapped. No, but like, why they're... did you buy the ticket in the first place? You fool. Eighty-four million. Like they're, they're worth an awful lot of money. There's no way I'd keep it on the down low and just disappear. 
Yeah, I know. You'd enjoy that too. <laughs> I would, yeah. Congratulations, Ed and Cherry. More teddies needed. Step 104. I'm at a party I don't want to be at. It's the strawberry alarm clock. It's F1 to four. I don't care. I felt like Starsky and Hutch. I don't know why I'm doing that accent. I don't know what this man's accent is like. A man who hijacked a taxi using only his finger has been jailed for two and a half years. How do you hijack a taxi with just your finger? Like, what is... Alan was... Uh, uh, was he called Alan, wouldn't he? Alan, who's uh, 43... Sorry, other Alans. ...was charged with false imprisonment and making threats to kill after he forced a taxi driver to cross the border from uh, Donegal to Derry. He jumped into the back of the taxi... And, uh, and after another man had flagged it down, once inside the taxi, he shouted, I have a gun, take me to Derry or you'll get a bullet. I'll blow your head off if you don't do as I say. This is his finger he's using now. Oh, so he was pretending that... Pretended he had gun a gun, was... but he had, yeah. Right. The passenger had earlier noticed that uh, he was hanging around the town, but uh, couldn't stop him jumping into the taxi. Right. And he pretended he had a gun. So then what happened? Uh, taxi driver obviously is not going to question it because you're just going to do what you're told, I suppose. Very scary situation. And you're in the front, someone's sitting behind you, presumably. Wow. So They um, didn't see a gun. When they arrived in Derry, he got out of the taxi and warned the two that, that he would uh, have killed them if they go to the police. This is very serious. It is, yeah. <laughs> so he did, though, anyway. He didn't listen to that. He, he went... Yeah, after making so they caught him anyway the next day, and after making a full admission, he said he was devastated by his actions, but he only wanted to get to his mum's home in Derry. He added, "It began as a mad idea coming from a, a bar, drunk and looking for a taxi. Crazy idea. I'm disgusted. I have to stay strong. This was a mad idea. It was like Starsky and Hutch when you're in the car and you get carried away, and one thing leads to another. I know one thing doesn't lead to another. <laughs> one thing doesn't lead to. No, no, he's disgusted. Like." We've all had mad ideas. What do you mean have to stay strong? What's he talking about? I've had an idea to make a, a, an elevator uh, link the uh, West and, and East Piers and Dunleary, and, but it's a mad idea. I don't follow it up. No. <laughs> Although you could go down there with a sandwich board every day at the end. You could rotate the piers and just stand there. Yeah. I have a dream. I have a dream to have a arch-shaped escalator two-way connecting the two piers. Charge a euro go. Make a fortune, man. Oh, you want to charge as well? Yes. So you walk down the East Pier. Could you, Mister Capitalism? You get on the escalator archway and you travel over and you land on the on the end of the West Pier, and then you walk on back to your car. It's a good walk. One. That's about a five, uh, about a four kilometer walk. Get an ice cream along the way. Get an ice cream. Yeah, there's a little Teddy's van down there. Down get the your end. ice cream van over the thing. There you go. What you want? A family of four? Would well, it be a glass elevator? We'll charge you for no. What you glass. want? To, you want to see hope? Does you? No, you've really messed up my plans. Go from to, left to right. Well, there's right. no point doing that and not being able to see out of the view. Well, you know, I don't. Are you able to see the bull wall and of glass sides? How about that? Because uh, the the my initial sketches, um, there's a lot of mechanical stuff. Have in you the seen some book. of those things in in Japan, for example? I've seen, I'd never get on those there. glass floors. No way. That, that's what it would need to be in a, in a lift. No way. Style. Even if you got your finger and pretend you had a gun and said you're going to blow my head off, I'd say go on. just out of the view and I, I did think if I drop my phone one it might kill somebody and two my phone will obviously be dead because when you're that high up it is one of those don't look down scenarios but those those glass you're sticking floors, the phone out the window are you 
kind of just to get because he didn't want the glass he wanted, he wanted to yeah, try and take a picture yeah. of the nice view mm. it's a pretty, pretty good view when you're that high up like you know, we have a lot of hotels in Dublin but they're not that tall what is the tallest hotel in Dublin there's a good question for you it's a good question very good question it is I don't know um, tallest hotel in Dublin does anyone know there's got to be one of the ones out by the airport it's got to be a few stories do they count yeah, it's Dublin, it's Dublin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose it does. Yeah. Anyone know what the tallest hotel? I'm sure somebody listening right now will know that fact. They probably work there. Welcome to the tallest hotel in Dublin. What's the tallest hotel? We and celebrate our ten floors. <laughs> I say that's about it. I remember being to San Francisco before in a Hilton, and again, it was absolutely huge. But the hotel, the hotel that I was in, because it was so tall. They had so many different... So you went up to a touchscreen yeah. and you said what floor you wanted to go to. And then the touchscreen would tell you what lift letter you need to go to. Nice. So there was like 8F of the lift. It was a smart hotel. It was kind of a smart hotel. And then uh, you'd go to whatever the screen told you. And then you didn't have to press anything else. But also to go to the jacks downstairs, you needed your card. Oh, did you? So when I checked out, I couldn't go for a weebie because my card was now going red on the little door. This is a that's a that's good that's that's one of the best bits of information. You visited Oslo and you're telling us about not being able to have a wee wee because yeah. you didn't have your card. The one in Ballymun, the metro is that is that the tallest? Uh, that's the one that has a little red light on it, so pilots don't think it's a runway. Oh right, yeah. I don't think they ever would think it's a runway. To be There's fair, one but. in Blanche that's I stayed in once. Crown Plaza, that's yeah. pretty tall. It's pretty tall. So we we're kind of little out little kind of outskirts. There's, there's nothing. I'd imagine there's definitely some tall ones. Like, I look. Don't know. Do you know what? It's a fun question. We we'll, we can we can come back to it yes. during the morning. We've got a few hours to kill we here. We do. Oh, look. I mean, this will get us to 10 o'clock no butter. <laughs> the tallest... Do you know what they're doing? Do you know what they're doing on the 4 They're talking about the tallest hotel in Dublin. Why didn't we think of that? Oh, hang on. I remember. Four Seasons in Sydney. Again, oh. not as expensive as the Four Seasons was here. That was very tall. And they had a swim pool all the way up on the roof. Oh, yeah, no, no. We're not doing uh, what hotels have you stayed in around the world. International, no? Yeah, no. So the Metro, Metro Ballymun There's only four, four The rest is apartments Oh Ah no That's a bit of a letdown Up the flats Well yeah But like <laughs> What's the hotels. equivalent of Up the flats in apartments Speak uh, I don't think there is What's the difference Between a flat and an apartment I don't think there's anything It's just, it's just a word It's just terminology People Yeah but if you have a friend Who lives in an apartment And you say uh, Can we go back to your flat They get all upset Oh they would yeah It's not a flat It's an apartment well, What's the difference Yeah <laughs> It's not a flat, it's an apartment. Yeah, but if you okay? paid loads of outrageous money because you, you, you were finally able to buy a gaff in Dublin yeah, well, and someone wants to call Explain it. to me what the difference between a flat and an apartment is and I'll stop calling it a flat. The mason, no, the mason. Not the flat. Flat. Anyway, we'll come back to it. It is the strawberry alarm clock. <laughs> it's a good game though, isn't it? Yeah, it's it a is. good game. It's the strawberry alarm clock at 7-4. Capel Street is pedestrianised from today, so how does that affect your drive in and around town, huh? It means if you haven't got legs attached to your car, you've no business going down there. Yeah. Now, hang on a minute, all right? Yeah. I oh, know, it probably won't work. I was going to say, there's a little sneaky turn at the, as you're going down Parnell Street, and you go down past AXA, and then I think it used to be, you know, it was local access, but you, you came out across, you say, at the check at the end of the road, was there a Lewis coming left and right, right? And then you went right. Ironically, right in front of the guard, ombudsman, but they're not guardy, so it's grand. And then you'd, you'd swing back on the Cable Street, but I presume now you can't, you can't do the Nicky Nacky Noona down the cars on Cable Street for the final time. This was yesterday before it starts life as a pedestrian thoroughfare. That's from today, right? So I was looking at tweets there yeah, from from yesterday. But yeah, um, they don't want you going into the city centre. 
I know, but <laughs> if you it's lovely when it's done, if you if you were doing it, yeah. If you were driving down Cable Street a lot, what's the alternative now? Um, Where's that traffic going to end up getting pushed to? Carlos says there's a no entry sign on Wolftone Street. Okay. Okay. So, um, well, it's good news if you're going to the. Is it the I always get confused. Is it the Stag's Head or the Turk's Head? The Stag's Head. Stag's Head, definitely. The Stag's Head? Yeah. So if you're going down that, and then you've you've got the paint shop, and there's like all kinds of other shops, so it's all just walkie, walkie, walkie. Walkie, walkie, it was always charmers anyway. Walkie, walkie, walkie. Nicky, it was always charmers. If you're trying to get back onto the North Keys, it was a nightmare because the the filter light was green for like three three goes. And then if you're trying to go up uh, towards Parliament Street, you'd be queuing forever. And if you're trying to go right onto the South Keys, Asher, good luck to you. So, uh, like, I don't know, go somewhere else. If you used to drive up Capel Street to go over the bridge, yeah, right. Yeah. So, if, say it was around. Can taxis or anyone go down it? No. Let me ask you this. Suppose, suppose, suppose I went around the Jervis, right? Yeah, around the Jervis, did, back at the Jervis, back at the Jervis. Suppose I parked up the Jervis, did a few messages, yeah? Yeah. Back in me jammering around the Cable Street to go over the bridge to get back Can't to the Can't do that anymore. Side. Yeah, how do I get home then? If get I'm, the bus. If I'm in the Jervis... Get in the, the bus! If I'm in, uh, uh, yeah, we should all be using more public transport, I hear you. But if I'm in the Jimmy Jam, <laughs> uh, Jim Jim's Jimmer Jam, how do I get... Now that I can't go over ca- down Cable Street, how do I get over that bridge? Do I have to go down further or something? You could come go, over a different bridge. You could go around the back of the Jervis and come out past uh, the the opposite the Hapenny Bridge, Aaron Street, and go left there. Is that what that's called, Aaron okay. Street? I'm looking it up here. So I go over, over Aaron Street and go over. Sorry, Aaron the Street. Boar's Head. That's the one. Sorry, sorry, the Boar's Head. That's, the Boar's that's Head. Yeah, I was thinking about. the Stags. What are you talking? Well, about? I did say I can, I can never remember the Turks or the Stags, and I didn't have either of them right. But sure, that's me. Nobody know nothing. <laughs> Tell you what though in Oslo, right? I was able to get off a train. Oh, here we go. Do you know what? I get off. Do you know what they do in Oslo? They don't pedestrianise anything. They have a train that goes to the airport. No. I got on. The train arrived two minutes earlier. It said the train will be here at 16.40. The train was there at 16.38. Yeah. I, when I got to the airport, I left the train and 10 minutes later, I was putting my belt back on, having gone through security. Why don't you go and live there? <laughs> Why don't you? So yeah, if if we were connected up, it'd be easier for you. I I don't know. So you you'll either have well, to look, go. This is these are the questions. Hapenny Bridge. If you're driving around the, when you normally drive down Cable Street, or you need to know this today. You have to go up to Queen Street or something. Taxi drivers, help us out here. Bolton Street Church or Smithfield Queen Street. There you go. Just That's get the bus. Just get Dublin Just get bus. the bus. When's the last time you were on a bus? Get the Lewis. I, when was the last time I was on a bus? All the time. I drove a bus a few weeks ago. How dare you? You did that for some video thing. You weren't. You weren't. Thanks for. I, I was on a bus. You were on a bus. No one you, thanked you weren't, me. You weren't it says get it. thanked for a living. No one thanked me getting off my bus. Well, uh, thank you, Nobby, for everything you did. Oh yeah, thanks. yeah. It's F one four seven forty three. Any shortcut, Nicky Nakanoon as taxi drivers. Let us know, will you? We don't care what you say. TV Good with Pudge Pudgy's TV Good you'll deserve Yeah, yeah, yeah What he'll give to you and what he'll swerve All right, what's the Stardy Pudgy? Give it a swerve, give it a swerve now Hey, Pudge Stardy Pudge, Pudge I nearly, nearly uh, wanted to try and get uh, Arsenal TV on, <laughs> on Monday night Oh, you'll see the clips on YouTube today, oh, man I'll, I'll check them out there, yeah Check out the YouTube, yeah if Spurs draw against 
Norwich then Arsenal just have to beat Everton by 16 goals this is like a yeah, fella it's not going to happen explained algebra to you after a few fizzy drinks mm. my head is spinning from all the what's what's going on well look lads have you got a fire alarm going off there no no I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> no <laughs> that's an alarm that goes off whenever I talk about Spurs there he goes again <laughs> Oh, well, lads, it's all coming to a head on Sunday at 4 o'clock. All these are last games for all these are teams. Come on, just Liverpool. Ooh, man, United. Whatever you are named it, it's all on Sunday at 4 o'clock. Every game is on at 4 o'clock on Sunday. You see, Wayne Rooney was complaining about the time Man City won the league the first time, you know, the Aguero goal. Yeah. yeah. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, that's a fella who played for Alex Ferguson, a team that got more penalties than any other team, a team that got so much extra time, they called it Fergie time and we still do yeah. and yeah. he is saying it's possible that games were fixed while he was playing <laughs> that's what he's saying Has Wayne Rooney seen his own head though? <laughs> uh, hang on now we're just getting a phone call in from the pot here This is the guide when the Premier League will be decided we better talk about it, lads the Sally Rooney's conversation with your mates you know anyone who liked normal people who wasn't your ma I liked it I didn't watch it thought that maybe I wasn't capable of love that there was something wrong with me that isn't true they're married but I thought he was funny I have this impulse to be available to you all the time oh yeah it's intense it's mostly in coffee shops judging by that trailer <laughs> the staircase lads the staircase and this is the dramatisation of the documentary it's weird lads and I tell you something if you haven't seen the documentary I don't know how you would follow it but it's very really good Colin Firth and Tony Collette. That's, that's A-listers right there. Yeah. I'd like to make a toast to so many better days ahead. Every day is going to be an adventure. So always stop and think, this is one of the happiest days of my life. To the Petersons. To us. Now, I want to wear your marker. My wife, she had an accident. What kind of accident? She, she fell down the stairs. No, she's not breathing. The big... Oh, the Eurovision, is it? <laughs> hey. Oh, lad. So there's a fella called Eric C. Khan, and he committed fraud. He was, he was living up to his name there, wasn't he? Yeah. What do you mean is Khan by name, Khan by nature, Jim? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. What? You're saying something about names and, and derivatives and how it makes you live your life, Nobby? No, just uh, we were talking about Mark Noble, uh, his last <laughs> West Ham game, and uh, he, someone described him, Jeff, uh, Jeff Stelling described him as Noble by name, Noble by nature. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Whereas you're Nobby by name and Nobby by nature. Hey. <laughs> this is one of the craziest people who pulled off one of the biggest scams in American history. We are looking for Eric Khan for defrauding the U.S. taxpayer of more than $550 million. Eric Kahn was one of the biggest lawyers here in Appalachia. The town loved him and the people loved him. He was a phenomenon. At that time, I thought he was helping me. There's so many of these shows about lads who were ripping off loads and loads of cash, but $550 million from the Social Security. How I Met Yuzar Elfle. Hilary Duff. Do you remember her? She's back. Yeah. Not in pog form. And your pal from Sex and the City. 
Kim Cattrall. Yeah, the, the amount of fan theories are keeping Reddit going. There's loads of big, big stars in it. This is the story of how I met your father. It was hard to live in the moment in 2022. Yeah! There was always someplace else you could be, someone else you could be with. I know this might sound crazy, but I've been on 87 Tinder dates this year. My last date was the worst one yet. To a night of new friends! This is the best place ever! Repeat after me. Today is the first chapter of my next great love story. Today is the first chapter of my next, next great, great love, love story. story. Oh my god! <laughs> it must be Sophie. It's a real pleasure. Oh my god. <laughs> That is Disney Plus. Give it a go. Good luck to you. Good luck to you, Pudge. <laughs> Happy Friday. All together now. What to get the go and what to swear. The Strawberry Alarm Clock on FM 104. 10 questions. 60 seconds. €1,000. FM104's Instagram. With MissQuote.ie. Committed to delivering great value car insurance. See what you can save at MissQuote.ie. Good morning, Carol. How are you, Carol? Oh, hang on. I need to push Carol's yeah. buttons She's in good. there. Sorry. Carol, I'll go through the week so far. Uh, Chris on Monday got a seven. Uh, Quiva got a five on Tuesday. Richie got a four on... Wednesday and Monica got three on Thursday and now Carol's got to get better than two come on okay I can do it I can get better than two don't make it a trend Carol brought Carol for a drink Seven, on Friday five, four, three you have to get more than three I will I, I want will. you to get I, ten I'll try my best so yeah. you're you're hemorrhaging money at the moment with different things oh I tell you party after party after party yeah okay well let's let's try and sort that out for you yeah Ten questions. Are you bringing are you bringing presents to these parties, or is it just uh, envelopes? Money. Who wants presents these days? The kids exactly. don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you ready, Jim? Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. Okay, here we go. The game starts in three, two, one. The sequel to what Tom Cruise movie was launched this week? Oh, I've no idea. <laughs> huh? Okay. What country does the Pope live in? Uh, the Rome, the Vatican in Rome. An album called Harry's House is released today. Which Harry is it by? Harry Styles. What fish finger brand have a fishing captain as their mascot? Bird's eye. True or false, Nassau Street is going to be pedestrianised from today. No, false. What country is Oslo in? Norway. Which of the Teletubbies had a handbag? Dipsy, Tinky Winky, Lala or Poe? Kinky Winky. Who wrote the Game of Thrones books? Or, oh. Yeah. I'm going to get this wrong. R.L. Stein? Is it R? Something like that. R.L. Stein. Sounds no. like a sea lion. <laughs> he looks like a sea lion. What colour yeah, color are the letters spelling the word Aldi in the Aldi logo? Blue and orange and, and yellow. Okay. And what singer has announced the birth of his second baby daughter? Ed Sheeran. Correct. Okay, let's see how you did. Top Gun is the movie that Tom Cruise... You know, I thought that's what it was yeah. and I didn't want to sound stupid. Well, you wouldn't have, Carl. It wouldn't have sounded as stupid as pass. 
<laughs> Only joking. Uh, you got so Pope lives in Vatican City, so yeah. We'll ah, you look, you leave Rome and you walk up the big long road up to it. Yeah, it's in Rome, but you said Vatican, so that's fine. We give you that tax free. Harry Styles was correct. His new album is out. I was listening to it this morning. It's very good. Captain Birdseye, who's a bit of a uh, something that rhymes an elf. He's not the elf anymore. <laughs> so he's, he's kind of like a beardy lad. A little bit, a little bit of salt and pepper in his beard, but he's, he's you know. Yeah, yeah, he's cool. He's got cooler, is that what you're saying? Yeah, why not a woman though? Aging gracefully. When are we, get, why, why, when are we getting Captain Birdseye, a female one? Oh. You're right, Nobby, you're right. Come on. Yeah. Why not? There's Women no... can be fisher people too, you know. Fisher people? And they can definitely be captains. Okay, well look. Who runs the world? Oh, that's a good nod. Lady captains. Uh, true or false, Nassau Street is not going to be pedestrianised today. Um, Table Street is, Table though. Street, yeah. Norway's right, Nobby was there. Tinky Winky had a handbag. You knew that one, Carol. I know. know. Tinky Winky (laughs) used to record songs into his handbag. uh, Yeah. His or her handbag. And uh, the handbag was red. Tinky Winky was purple. Remember that now. Remember that because that could come up again in class. And when he hurts his knees, Tinky Winky Wonky. (laughs) George or or Martin. Oh, I knew it was something along them lines. So I was going to the sea line. Or or. Oh, okay. Sorry, yeah. If you have to explain it, George R. R. Martin looks like Captain Birdseye when he got really, really old. Yeah. Okay. Um, white. The Aldi, the Aldi letters in the logo are white. The outside so is the other colours. I thought it was blue and orange and yeah. yellow and all that. Yeah. And yeah. Ed, Ed Cherry, cherry on top, um, was the answer to that question. Well, you got a seven today, Carol. Oh, well, listen. So it's you better than a two, and it's better than a three. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's not bad. Seven's all right. Exactly. Have a good weekend. Okay. You too. Can I have a cuddle mug? Of course. Can you swing Perfect. by? I'll, I'll lash it at the window at you. Yeah, no problem. I'll slow down. <laughs> Let us know if you got a 10. We'll uh, send you something back. Thanks very much. See you, Carol. Cheers. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rustoleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustoleum. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. So if you're looking forward to uh, Ricky Gervais potentially doing another afterlife, like he's done three and it kind of wrapped it up lovely, um, he's not going to do it because he's too lazy. But I did, well that's fine. (laughs) 
That's what he says. On Netflix, yes, though, it went on. It was like coming soon on the 25th of May or something, his new stand-up show. He never stops working. So the new one is coming to Netflix, but his tour, he's already, he's trying out new material for his new tour, which is, he's going on soon. The guy is just... I know. He's a machine. I know. You know what? I, I thought about that, and then I thought, oh, it's such hard work, and I can't be bothered anymore. <laughs> I can't Those be bothered. Of grinding you don't, you don't have any inside voice, do you? No, it's no. Just, no I just uh, thought no. I can't be bothered. <laughs> but it was even so... great things. People go, oh, it'd be great. I go, yeah, and I go, oh, I've got to stand up. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> uh, uh, I love stand-up, I love doing stand-up, but standing up is the worst bit of it, right? And I've got a bad back. So I think soon I'll just be in a... <laughs> Wheelchair. A, a commode. I'll be a nurse with a drip, like that. I mean, so the drip, which is it. The thing is blood, but it's red wine. And then now and again, I just go empty it. That's how I see my future in stand up. Really, is fantasizing now on our show, okay? Yes. This is getting a little a, uncomfortable. You've got to have a dream. So I'm not surprised. Uh, late Night Talking from the new album, the Harry Styles album, I had a, a, a listen mm-hmm. this morning mm-hmm. and uh, he's, it's gone to Spotify's new music list. It's number one of Spotify's. Of course this, it is. No, this song, Late Night Talking. And uh, his album reached the number one on iTunes 20 minutes later after its release as well. But here's a bit of late night talking. stage, doesn't it? It's good, isn't it? Yeah, it's good. That's catchy. It's good. So yesterday the pictures emerged of what it looked like Boris Johnson. Then everyone was kind of flabbergasted because it looks so like him, but it isn't him. It was Kenneth Branagh. And uh, we can now have a little listen to what it sounds like, I believe. In you, Dawn, it's brief. 2020 will be a year of prosperity. This Covid virus we need to keep an eye on. 500,000 deaths. That is a worst case scenario. The single best thing we can all do is wash our hands. We need to start modelling how we pay for it. You must stay at home. Oh, I don't know, a movie about COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Who really wants? Hey, do you want to go on a date? Yeah, Yeah. I'd love to, yeah. What do you want to go and see? Movie about Boris Johnson dealing with COVID. Ah, you're grand. And Brexit? Oh, come on, it'll be great crack. I'll go back on Tinder. I'll buy you a coffee after. I'm out, good luck. The Strawberry Alarm Clock on FM 104. On May 27th, a very special six-part standalone series comes to Disney+. Plus. In this Strawberry Alarm Clock special, I'll sit down with the two stars of the show, Hayden Christensen, who returns as Darth Vader, and Ewan McGregor, who returns as the iconic character, Obi-Wan Kenobi. In this special, we'll hear about the filming. We'll hear about the storyline. The Force will be with us. I'm Jim Jim, and this is the Strawberry Alarm Clocks Obi-Wan Kenobi special on FM 104. They're coming. Stay hidden. Or we will not survive. 
Jedi cannot help what they are. Their compassion leaves a trail. Hi, Ewan. How are you? Um, good you? to talk to you. Good. You Deborah told us that Obi-Wan Kenobi finally has his own piece of music. Yeah. Do you like it? What's it like? Oh, yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, they got, you know, um, it's not a given that we get to use John Williams' music, you know, for the for the TV series. Um, his music was specifically made for the movies. And, you know, so it wasn't a given that we got that. And so that was a conversation that was ongoing. And it's, you know, desperate for them to be able to use the original music because it just feels right. You know, the Jedi theme and... Um, the Darth Vader, just so iconically Star Wars. And and when they got in touch with him, he said um, to Deborah, he regretted never having written a theme for Obi-Wan and he, he wished that he had. So he said, I'm going to do that for you. So he wrote us this theme, which is just amazing. You know, it was a very difficult thing for them to swing being, a la- being able to record it as a full orchestra. But they managed to do that because, but what they did do is they didn't allow anyone to come and watch. And I was, they recorded it in LA and I was in LA and I could have gone and I was gutted not to be there. I watched John Williams record the music for episode three, you know, with the 200-piece choir and that epic music from um, our, our third uh, episode of Star Wars. And I wasn't able to go, but they gave me a link, so I was able to listen live to the recording remotely, which was pretty cool. So I'd like to have said I was there, though, you know? I would like to have watched him do it. I want every lowlife and bounty hunter to squeeze him. The fight is done. We lost. You still want Kenobi. He's gone. Maybe you've been looking in the wrong places. Hi, Hayden. How are you? Hi there. Talking to Deborah earlier on about John Williams' music being played on the set just to get everybody pumped. The Imperial March. Do you home that? Your own theme tune, your most iconic villain theme tune. Anywhere in traffic, in the shower. Does it pop into your head when you're on set, when you're in the gear? When I'm on set all the time. I mean, even yeah. when we were doing the prequels, that was, I mean, I just remember it sort of playing in my head every time I would sort of walk onto set. And it, it has a tendency to follow me a, a bit. I've been to different places and all of a sudden someone will put the music on. I remember walking out of a hockey game one time and all of a sudden, you know, music comes back on again and it tends to follow me around a little bit. I like, I like your background, by the way. <laughs> the Jedi code is like an itch. You cannot help it. Where is he? Even though this is a brand new six-part Star Wars series, it connects the prequels with the original movies and still owes a huge amount to its creator, George Lucas. I think George created a, an interesting... Um, he came up with a, 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 a retrospective look at the future or something. You know, the crawl starts a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. So we're sort of looking back at a, a world that we that, about science fiction that feels like the future. And it was sort of rough and rusty and the spaceships break down and they'd, you know, they don't take off. And we hadn't seen that before. It's science fiction had always been shiny and gleamy. And I don't know that and the characters he created, these classic sort of fairy tale characters, almost the wizard and the princess and something that just appealed to us a lot as humans watching these stories. So now I think we know that world, you know, since 
50 years ago. We know this world very well, and so we're, we want to see other stories in, inside that world. I, I just think it's this is, I guess, about is escapism, and maybe we need that. I like all of the change that takes place and how extreme his, his character arc is, you know. I remember when I first was auditioning for, for the role of Anakin, I was so excited about, about the Star Wars of it all. But I was also just, um, as an actor, um, taken with the idea of playing a character, you know, where you start from someone who's good and you take him to a place where, where, where he's bad. And, and how does that happen? How does that, how does that, you know, transformation take place? And I think that's sort of the, you know, part of the genius of what George Lucas did uh, was he mapped that out in, in a, a very sort of believable way, you know. Uh, and Anakin's descent to the dark side is, you know, so circumstantial and, and in a lot of ways sort of, you know, obviously he could have made some better choices, but it's really no fault of his own. Um, and so you, you sympathize with him at a certain point. But yeah, just, just, just you know, the, the transformation that takes place. And then of course, at the end, he, he finds redemption again and, and, and Anakin sort of reemerges. Uh, it's an incredible character, very complex. Can you tell us about Ewan's reaction when he saw you in the Darth Vader outfit or anybody on the set? What was the reaction as you walked to do that scene? Everyone has a reaction when they see Vader for the first time. That's kind of the good fun of, of putting the suit on is, is, is seeing how everyone responds. Uh, and there's always there's always a, a noticeable response. But yeah, Ewan, Ewan uh, apparently had a very genuine response of fear when he uh, saw Vader for the first time. That was pretty cool. It just, it, it flushes out, you know, these characters a little bit more and and sort of bridges the gap between, you know, episode three and episode four. And and it's a point in the timeline that hasn't been explored yet. And uh, there's a lot of really interesting stuff there. First time I read these scripts, I, I was I was blown away. I'm really excited for people to get to see it. I, I think they're really going to enjoy it. Obi-Wan Kenobi the series starts streaming on Disney Plus from Friday the 27th of May for six episodes it's going to be a cracker we'll leave the last word with Ewan McGregor who plays Obi-Wan Kenobi and how the original Obi-Wan Kenobi actor is always in his head I work a lot thinking about Alec Guinness and I work a lot listening to Alec Guinness's interviews and I I have a a sound file of just Alec Guinness's dialogue from all the three films although he's hardly in episode five and six but I had a sound file of him. I've always got to try and feel like I, you know, my my Obi-Wan Kenobi grows into being Alec Guinness. So that's my challenge, if you like. And then I did all that work and then, you know, thought about him after the end of episode three, what happens at the end of episode three. Somebody who's been solitary and has had to sort of deny their faith, if you like, that he's had to not use the force because it would draw attention to him. All of his friends are either killed or in hiding and he's had no communication with them. I think they know that the they are being hunted down, the Jedi. I don't know that he knows about Vader as such, but he knows that there are people that are these inquisitors who are trying to hunt down all the last Jedi and um, destroy them. So he has to be careful because he's one last responsibility to his old life is to look over Luke Skywalker. And, and uh, you know, we see me deliver him to Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru at the end of episode three. And so there's a sense that that's his last responsibility is to sort of be there to keep an eye on Luke in case he might 
become a Jedi one day or or also just because it's maybe the promise that he made to Padme. And um, so that's where we find him, you know. News is Harry Styles, Harry's house. The album was out. Some reviewers are saying it's a very comfortable next step into the life of Harry. Uh, some are reminding us that it's uh, only five years ago since his first debut single came out. Does he write the songs? I was saying that to Crossy there, and Crossy says he does write the songs. If he's writing those songs, then he has matured as an artist in a massive way. This is this, this does not sound like a fellow who was in a boy band. Uh. It's a very it's a very good <laughs> album. Um, I mean Niall does the same thing so like, like I'm not surprised these guys were all talented that's how they got where they were in the first place on the X Factor but they're you know they're they're doing very well Niall and Harry have done excellent stuff of course of I'm course not too sure about the other lads uh, and there's look there's no doubt there's, there's influences there but sure we all we all have them um, so that's okay um, so was it, it was the 12th so it was May, May is his month the 12th of May uh, 2017 was when the last album came out. So he obviously likes a May release date. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. And he's doing... He's, the, the tour The tour is coming. So these will be all brand new to... The, like, there, there was no leaks of these songs. This These landed today. Uh, all the Harry fans are going mad for this album already. It's gone straight to the top of the streaming charts. It's he, good. It's good stuff. He does get a little bit of help from people. He is credited with writing uh, his songs. But, uh, for example, on that, on that tune, as it was, Tyler Johnson, who's won an awful lot of Grammys... Got it. And, and nominated for Grammys. I was um, thinking he must have had some help along the way because it's, like, it's excellent. It is fair to say that very few artists today won't write with somebody or consult with somebody or, you know. Yeah. There's, there's, there's always generally a team of people involved, especially in today's pop world. So uh, your favourite tracks so far? Many tracks are on? Matilda, I love. is very good. Uh, love of My Life is very good. And uh, Late Night Talking is catchy. The f- opening track which is like uh, music for a sushi restaurant or something. Yes, that's the opening track, yeah. That is a weird kind of funky 80s... Trippy. Not really trippy, but it's... Chopsticky. It's catchy. as It's really like you find yourself... Mm, yeah, baby. Kind of vibes. <laughs> good good opener. And then uh, the single is the second track. It's, it's solid. Like on first listen, it's very solid. The alternative to watermelon sugar is grapefruit. Or oh, grape juice is it? Or uh, it's grapefruit juice is it? Grapefruit juice, yeah, that's a good track. That's uh, that's how it finishes, isn't it? Yeah, so I don't know if that's uh, covering a different uh, different part of his life at the moment, which maybe isn't as watermelony, sugary or something. I don't know because that was a bit of, you know. Maybe maybe he's decided loving, loving times. Who's the, the, so loving who, times? Who's the guy who likes to have the cities in, in every album? George Ezra. George Ezra. So I th- maybe Harry is going to have some kind of fruit reference in every album. Maybe that's the plan. Yeah. Watermelon sugar and now grapefruit juice. Grapefruit you know? juice, yeah. Very good for you. Very good for you. He might he might have smoothie on the next album. So we like night we like night late night talking. Uh, yeah. track four is as it was. And uh yeah, it's gonna be one of those ones that you probably listen to you know, a few times. But who is love of my life about? That's the final track. That's the one everyone wants to know. Who's he talking about there? 
Would you like a bit of love, love of my life? Has, has he met the love of his life yet? Uh, no, I don't or think it, I don't think it's about anybody in particular. I think yes, I can't remember now. Love of my life. Well, you have to kind of. I mean, you don't just drag that stuff out of nowhere, unless you know someone else says. <gasps> here, what about? Here is a bit of love of my life. Harry Styles from the new album. See what you think. Who's it about? Wonders the One Direction WhatsApp group happened this morning. Baby, you're the love of my life. Whoa, maybe you don't know it's lost till you find it. Take a walk on Sunday through the afternoon. We can always find something for us to do. We don't really like what's on the news, but it's on. All the time I take you with me every time I go away In a hotel using someone else's name I remember back at Johnny's place Not the same anymore Definitely about romance. Definitely about a bit of uh, bit of action. A little bit of drugs references in it as well, especially uh, daylight. Okay. Uh, Matilda is for someone who's um, had a troubled family history and, and boyfriends is about uh, a toxic relationship. Do you see what I mean about the stereophonics vibes? It sounds a bit like yeah. Well, I don't know you have. You could definitely hear stereophonics do that song. Cinema is uh, been described as a bit of a Timberlake uh, vibe. Um, Beatlesy for grape juice. So there's lots of references. And also, Harry's now 28, which is a good year to get you if you're a musician. Yeah. You turn 28 and you go, whew, thank God for that. Exactly. Anyway, the album's out today. He's great. We like him a lot. It's F104. Uh, it's FM104 it is uh, we're just looking at all, all the things but all the things Lizzo is uh, back around the scene at the moment mm. with a disco machine somebody's, somebody's realised that um, it's about damn time so some uh, TikToker they reveal that uh, it's about damn time has the bass line of Another One Bites the Dust the Queen song ah okay although the, kind of the bass line's not in it but if you if you mix it in it fits perfectly now, if you are a fan, uh, there's good news because HBO has announced a documentary is coming all about Lizzo's career and her rise to fame. I, I know it probably feels in a lot of ways it happened overnight. I'm sure it didn't. Nothing that good just just happens. Have you seen her uh, TV show that she does with the with the ladies? With the ladies, yes, it's very good. Yeah, it is very good. Uh, James Corden can take the weekend off because Limmy has now set his uh, his sights on Harry Styles' accent. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I heard it during the week. It's, so it's. I think he's been living in Australia or LA. Yeah, so Limmy's a Scottish comedian. He's very funny. He actually came into our studio before, which I kind of can't believe. Yeah, he's cool. And during the week, you would have heard Harry chatting to Zane Lowe on uh, on Apple Music. So um, obviously, Limmy was listening. My favourite thing about it is like, oh, right away. What's that about? Listen. My favourite thing about it is like, about it. Is that a little <laughs> Canadian? 
Is that like f***ing Avril Lavigne? My favourite thing about it, about it, mate, is it's bloody un-Australian. My favourite thing about it is like, it just feels the most like me. Yeah. So, like, I remember the most... thing about it is like, it just feels the most like me. Yeah. So. Everywhere. You know, you told me the most that. It's okay. That. I love okay. it. I listened once. That. It was definitely the most that. That. That the most that. That the <laughs> Yeah, it will. Look. Did he, he do must... lean pain? He did lean pain. Oh, yeah. He, oh, must, yeah, have yeah, got, yeah. he must have got serious numbers for it because uh, he's, he's now going to do all One Direction with their weird accents. <laughs> Keeping it real, Niall. Lovely. Uh, Jason Drillo's got a new tune called Sliding. Should say brackets into the DMs. And the other news this morning is that Ed Sheeran just on Instagram overnight dropped, oh, just delighted to announce we've had another baby girl and everything's great. Thanks very much. Yeah, so Ed Sheeran. Now, what happens if Ed Sheeran's baby is a girl? Yeah. Eventually releases a single with Rihanna's baby, who's a boy. Yeah. Could happen. That's a, that's I'm a, sure they've met. A power couple. How would they have met? Just the things. No, the babies. I'm, I was just thinking. No, I know, but the parents. What I mean parents, is, like, yeah. they could be at a play date together in Jay Z's house or something, or Courtney Cox's house. I, they you know, definitely end up in happen. the same class together because they're mm. born on the same day. Oh, yeah. Fed Sheeran goes to move to they LA. They live or, in the same country. Well, though, maybe that, that could happen. He's not going to leave there. Well, like, Rihanna might go to live near his, uh, his pub. That's true. That is true. Whatever it's called. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> But what's the story? Because Lyra Antarctica is the first baby. Yeah, we don't have a name yet. So it's it's, it's not going to be Maisie. You know, yeah, we'll have to wait. And it's going to be something a little bit, a little so bit different. So we might hear that next week or so. Mm. Thanks for listening to FM World 4's Strawberry Alarm Clock Podcast. Listen daily and don't forget to subscribe to get the latest episode straight to your device. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.